Hello everyone, we've uh, gathered here today to uh, the emergency bean cast. It's it's the worst reason to have to do an emergency. Yeah, we we generally do enjoy recording these, but um, in the wake of the uh, horrific accident that occurred just about 40 hours ago um, near Los Angeles, um, helicopter crash killed nine people in, and the pilot. Um, we felt we had to get some sort of statements out. And while the authorities have thought, decided out of respect to not reveal the names of those who have died. No, they're out now. They're out now? Yeah. Um, so I, I just want to say... Um, I'll read them out. Go ahead. Yep. Um, condolences to the families of John Altobelli, Carrie Altobelli, Alyssa Altobelli, Christina Mouser, Sarah Chester... Peyton Chester, the pilot, Ara Zobayan, and, of course, Kobe and Gianna Bryant. Um, during these uh, awful, awfully painful times, we would just send our praise and thoughts to all of those affected by these, not just the families. Um, yeah, I'll we'll say that again. Words really can't describe how you guys must feel right now. But, um, from here at the Beancast, we do want to express our condolences condolences to your families um i guess we sort of wanted to give our thoughts on uh kirby bean bryant's passing um i think now might be a good time to explain the bean cast yeah origin like ah so I, I know we didn't plan on it, but I, I think it's it's fitting. It, yeah, if there's if there's a time, it's now. So really, we we owe a lot to Kobe. And in fact, this podcast probably wouldn't even exist without it. It wouldn't exist without well, it. I actually thought about it, and I I don't think Jinx would be as big on basketball, nor would I, obviously. Um, Jinx, Jinx is the biggest Kobe fan. I, like, yeah, but you, you guys, you. Everyone that knows Jinx, this, this man, every basketball sesh he attends, there is at least one piece of Kobe apparel. There's, yeah, a, there's a t-shirt, or there's shorts, or there's shoes. Or there's all. <laughs> or Most often, there's all. Jinx is one of the biggest Kobe fans we know, and he's just illustrative of the kind of impact that Kobe's had across so, so many different cultural barriers and... Yeah, he's just all backgrounds in, in general, like all sporting codes seem to, you know, stop for Kobe. Yeah. Number twenty four. Pretty pretty crazy. But um yeah, anyways, for the the origin of the bean, the legume as we call it with our so affectionately call them, yeah. Yeah, our our close knit uh basketball friend group. Um Essentially, I, I can't even recall how it, it came about, but obviously the relation between legume and beans is, is pretty apparent for those who are aware of most foods. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, just, just looking back, we, we sort of made a lineage of, of players that, number one, had a bean-shaped head. Um, which or was, bean in their names. Yeah, well, initially... Or, play, yeah, or played like Kobe. Yeah, well, and that's what it came down to in the yeah. end. It was it was the bean origin from Kobe's middle name and then and then the bean-shaped head, which gave us the great Chris Middleton um, next in the lineage and obviously prior a bit of bit of MJ with the bald 
head as well. So yeah, that, that's where the name came yeah, from. It's a bit really. strange and there's not a whole lot to it, but sums up our group. That is, yeah, that is our the bean cast origin, and we're discussing the greatest bean of them all today. Um, so, Pratt, if you want to go first. Yeah, so <clears throat> I think it's quite clear through the first two episodes that I am a Warriors fan. Um, but being a Warriors fan, I like I never had any strong feelings towards Kobe. You know, like that. There's there's been, you know, Lakers and Spurs, Lakers and Suns, even Lakers and Celtics, obviously Lakers and Kings. But there was there's never been Lakers and Warriors. Um, and even if there was, it would have been far before I was into basketball. Um, so, I, and I'm definitely not a Lakers fan. Um, I don't have that that love for Kobe, and I also don't have that strong... I never had that strong hate for Kobe. You're one of those, like, weird people in the middle. True like, neutrals. Like, yeah. Very few I of I was you. about to say that. Yeah, there's there's not really many... I feel like in the group chat, this me and Jinx versus... Ten of you guys. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but honestly, honestly, though, the only reason we made fun of Kobe so much in the group chat was because you guys were such big fans. It was funny that's to true. go against you guys. Uh, that's, that's fair. But we, we all respected that's um, Kobe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I almost felt jealous for anyone who was a fan of any of those teams before, where, like, there was, following his loss, there's that strong emotion, whereas I'm just thinking... It ends up being, you know, a terrible loss for the NBA world, for the basketball world, and obviously for whatever whatever worlds Kobe was going to explore after his career. And that's it. Um, it doesn't affect me in terms of me as a fan of my franchise. Um, that being said, uh, anyone who knows me knows that I love my outdated NBA games. I spent many a day playing uh, NBA 2K10 in 2017. I think that was the first one I had too. Yeah, but really no, good. no, but th- this this dude was playing back in 2014. Was he, was he playing it? In <laughs> it was a five-year-old game. Yeah. <laughs> is this the pre-Halo in in math class? No, th- this when, was when you were you heard his computer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where I, I'm pretty sure I got radiation poisoning from sitting next to him. Yeah, his right, fan yeah. was going. Anyways, 2K10. Um, so that was one of them. But the other game that I I, the first NBA game that I played was NBA 2003, and it actually had Damn. some Kings point guard on it. Don't don't worry, I was definitely playing in 2007. <laughs> um, bright man to play when you were five years old. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, Kirby was definitely the best player available on that game. And now, Kirby was never known for this move, but it's definitely become my favorite. And it's the uh, spinning layup, which you've seen me use many a time. Ah, yeah, we have. Um, <laughs> seen you use it many a time. Not successfully. Not, not successfully. <laughs> but I think I'm pretty good at it, at least when I want to show off. Um, because there's no defense. <clears throat> um, but... It, was, it wasn't even one of his moves, but in the game, it was just like, it was an exploit, which you could use any number of times, and you would get a clean layup. It was one of those. And so, um, I stuck with that. I practiced that since, like, I don't know, yeah, 2007, and I'm probably on the same level as 2007 now. He did a lot, <laughs> he did a lot when he was younger. Oh, with yeah. Spin, spin yeah. layups? Yeah, 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 I, yeah. He was crazy. Back when he was number eight, Athletic. when he was Froby. Number eight, Froby was something else. Um, but... 
the, the point of that is more to say that like it was so easy for Kobe to influence so many people. He was he was the first superstar as we came into the you know the digital age where it was so easy to access highlights and things like that. And he was the perfect superstar to start following because he had the that insane love for basketball, that that perfection that he strove for. He had everything. He had the and that that one thing that we can all try and take from that was that his work ethic. I mean, we've all heard the stories, right? Um, the way he strove to perfect his craft, you know, when he was missing shots in warmups, it wasn't because he was missing shots. It was because the rim was off and he noticed that because he was missing shots. <laughs> it's not um, unusual. <laughs> and I mean, I think that, that, yeah, that's what we can learn from Kirby. We, we could strive for perfection in anything um, in anything we attempt. And the, like, the thing is that it's important that we understand it's okay if we don't get there because we've learned so much along the way, you know, I mean, what if the real lesson was the friends we made along the way? <laughs> but it's, it's not even reach. It's not even about reaching perfection. It's the yeah. pursuit of perfection. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think, um, the Max, um, Callum summarized it, um, perfectly to, it was today our time that like, no one had dared to like challenge Jordan's legacy nah. and he, he was the first one and like he got insanely close like and and like major respect for that because like who, who dares no to, one thought yeah to. who dares to challenge like the the undisputed best? goat <laughs> yeah like it's his his drive is just uh, yeah unparalleled and to me, the reason it's you know so unfair is because this horrific accident it it denied us and the entire world the second half of Kirby's life because he he had so much left to teach through the the various endeavors he was getting into like detail um, and yeah that the, was that was fantastic I, I mean, loved oh the, just I, listen I, to the his one thing knowledge. I remember was always he was breaking down one of Jason Tatum's game. Games, and one? Yeah, he yeah. was just like, oh, point incredible. your leg towards the rim when you cut, and it's like, it makes you faster. It's like, that's insane, and it it's makes, so simple. Yeah, but it makes perfect sense, but it it does. no one's going to think of that. Yeah, it's, it's just unbelievable. Except Mr. Bean. Um, that's right. And I mean, for him as well, he had, the, the stories were, you know, were all circulating, but he had started disliking basketball, and he had finally started liking it again. And... There was the entire, his entire life so far had been entirely basketball. And so it was so exciting for him and for the entire world to have basketball as just a part of his life and the rest of his life to enjoy. Um, because basketball was no longer his life. And I guess it's the same sadness for his daughter, Gianna, because, you know, that's the daughter of Kirby. She seems to have that same old old style attitude that same fire that same confidence and that determination you guys heard the jimmy kimmel yeah interview yeah, yeah, you know yeah. i got this <laughs> going on from kirby i got this and you know she had the beginnings of a tremendous career in basketball waiting for her where i cool. honestly think she would have revolutionized the wnba yeah because she's what the first child of an NBA or first daughter of an NBA, NBA player, yeah, yeah, of an NBA superstar to go into the WNBA, and she, if she bowled out, she, that could have, yeah, done so much for the profile of the league. Because Gianna was huge by the time she was what ten or eleven. She was, she was huge. That's all there is to say. She was huge. Yeah. 
and it's just so bloody unfair. But I guess this is more like finishing words, but I just want to say this anyway. You know, with any kind of loss like this, the only thing you can learn, and it's like, the, it's there's never a good part of this, but there's something to learn, which is that that's that that's exactly what life is. You know, it's ups, it's downs, sudden changes, and so really just take the first chance you get to show those who you're close to that you know you love them, because at the end of the day, that's all we can do. Exactly right. Yeah. So well I'll said. go. Um, so yeah, I feel like Kobe's death is one of those things like Michael Jackson dying where you remember exactly where you were and what you were doing when you heard about it happening. So for me, I was, oh, I don't know why I was awake at the time. It was a public holiday I in Australia. I was the same. I, it was like, I remember. It was like just, six. You I don't know why too. I woke up. We yeah, I was the same. I, I feel like I woke up and seconds later, like it was popping it up. Was like, it was like 6.30 in the really morning, weird. right? And I, and I was like, all right, let's just check. I think it was RNBA or Facebook. And then I just do, saw, yeah. yeah, Facebook. So I saw the TMZ were reporting that Kobe was dying. Now, TMZ are a rag, but <laughs> the, they're, they're pretty good at reporting celebrity deaths. But I was thinking, nah, Kobe. Kobe Surely it hurts. Yeah, Co- Kobe. I was hoping for one of those. Co- Kobe didn't go out like this. So I looked it up and then they, there was just reports of... It was starting to become like by those... There was an more... avalanche of news and I was like, this is... This is real. Yeah. Reputable and, sources started yeah. saying it. And, and yeah, we, we lost Kobe. I, I still honestly can't believe it. And yeah, just it's just weird when someone you grew up watching, someone that you spent so many hours watching play basketball from when you were little to pretty much when I, re- when I reached adulthood, Kobe was retiring. And yeah, as a Celtics fan, as I've mentioned previously, I had no reason to like Kobe at all. If there was any single argument I could have made against Kobe that was even remotely logical, I would have made it. I hated this dude. I hated, oh my God, I could, I could not, like just looking at his face pissed me the fuck off until like, I think about 2012, where I really started to appreciate just how good this dude was. And I feel like that is really what led me to really trying to appreciate players from other teams more. Because when Kobe tore his Achilles, I realized he's probably never going to be the same again. And I've spent most of my basketball life just hating this dude. And for no real reason other than being a Celtics fan. I mean, besides that, and besides him dad-dicking my team all half the time he played us, there was no real reason for me to hate this guy. He'd never done anything to me, nothing like that. So, yeah... That's really when I realized I only had this much time to appreciate just how good he was. And I really didn't want to let myself not appreciate another player like that again. And that's probably why I appreciate LeBron as much as I do, to much to Bill's chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. And hey, I appreciate him. I just don't <laughs> like that's, that's a discussion for another True day. True Skip Baylor statement. <laughs> we, will, we will get there. But yeah, he was just a massive part of my childhood that just disappeared. And I just, like Prad said, he was only 41 years old. He had so much more time. I thought he'd be one of those old heads where 
he'd be around the game for years and years. Do you feel like he was going to be like Bill Russell? Like, he'd just be sitting at, like, random games. Yeah, exactly. Like, in the crowd. The best part was that he was one of those, I guess, old heads you could all somewhat say, that appreciated the current game. Hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like he wasn't, like, I... It's like the game adapts and, and changes. Like I, I don't really think you can say it gets worse. I, I think because athletes get better as time progresses. But like I, I feel like we all agree, especially our generation, that all, all the younger guys say is like, oh yeah, but it was different back then. Like they're, they're not as good now. And like like there, there was one that stood out to me was like Oscar Robertson said to um Bill Simmons on on like how he s- try and stop Steph Curry. He just goes oh. Pick him up full court. It's like we've tried that. <laughs> yeah, Bill Simmons is like, what? That that's it? Like, no, like just man, like these guys are crazy. I think it's because now, like the role players, like they're making like five threes a game, and it's like ridiculous. But they they can all have an impact. Yeah, I, I think that that might be why. But yeah, and then there's just. As I kept getting older and I appreciated Kobe more and more just because I realized I was probably never going to see this dude in his prime ever again. I did more research into this guy and then I just realized how hard he worked. Because like, I grew up with him. When you're a kid, you don't really like go, go in that deep. You just watch games and like, oh, yeah, this guy's a bum. Oh, this guy's cool. Oh, nah, but he drops 50 against me. I hate this guy. But yeah, like I just reading up on Kobe's work ethic, like this, this dude would... What? There was what one story from Tracy McGrady where he said Kobe told him that he would be at practice at a certain time. Yeah. Let's shoot together. And he was there like three hours yeah. before. In a full so, sweat. So T Mac shows up and Kobe tells him, Oh yeah, I've already been here for four hours, mate. <laughs> I, I just read as well Alan Iverson um said in his in his rookie year he you know he because they were the same draft class, obviously. Um, and they, they the first game AI played in um, in LA, him and Kobe went out for dinner. And after dinner, AI said to him, Yo, Kobe, what are you doing after dinner? And Kobe said, um, I'm going to the gym. And AI goes, <laughs> Kobe goes, Why? What are you doing? And AI goes, Well, I'm going to the club. <laughs> and I think, like, you're spot on. Like, that just, like, epitomizes everything he was. Like, it just felt like every, like, waking minute he just was working on. Like, in his younger days, he, he was never anywhere without a basketball, they would say. Like, he would do commercials and, you know, like, marketing for, like, whoever. And yeah, but he he'd always be practicing a, in between. Yeah, yeah. like, he, yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd run and take, like, 300 fadeaway jump shots, like, be, between, you know, his, like, 40-minute <laughs> no, no, Kobe didn't practice taking shots, he practiced making Make, shots. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what I mean, yeah. The, like, uh, like, the um, ridiculous. The, the thing, Kobe and AI, so AI played when the lights were on and he loved that, right? Kobe loved working before the lights came on. And I feel like that's really what made Kobe special. And that's what I really, that's what I personally try to take away from Kobe. Because, well, I still couldn't stand the guy once he retired. I mean, I appreciated how good he was, but I still didn't like him. I'm a Celtic. I I still didn't like, I thought, man, Kobe should have four rings, not five. (laughs) (laughs) If only Kendrick Perkins didn't tear his ACL. God damn. That would have been the difference maker. (laughs) That man's two points per game. Woof. Man, the OKC needed it. <laughs> but yeah, no, that that's what I try to take away. And Kobe's attention to detail, where he was talking about the Kobe, the legume eights, as we like to call them, and where he was saying that he tried to make them the lightest shoe ever, and he made I can't remember what the change was, but he 
took out this tiny bit of material because it wasn't absolutely necessary to shave off a hundredth of a gram to make his reaction time just that little bit quicker so that he could have that much of an edge over his opponent. And I thought that was really inspiring, the fact that he cared that much about getting every last little bit out of himself. Yeah, and I agree with this whole, um, like, in terms of preparing yourself over your opponent. Um, I think this is where it's really comparable to MJ. Like, MJ said, like, yeah, I, I used to play for Team <coughs> USA, so I could see how to beat these guys in the regular season. Like, it's just absurd. Like, it's just crazy, like, the lengths, like, these... But see, the, the thing with Kobe was, I feel like... I feel like MJ had a lot of anger, and he didn't really let that go once he retired. And it was he started to let it go right now. Like yeah, he's. I, I think yeah, maybe, but like it's just apparent in his Hall of Fame speech where this dude was going off on everyone, right? But Kobe seems to have really like shed that and transitioned. Yeah, he, yeah he's not like the. I, I feel like like they they summarize. He's not it, an old head. Yeah, they they summarize it perfectly when they're like on the court, like he was your worst enemy, but off the court, like he'll be your brother. Sort of he'll thing. be a teacher, straight up. Yeah, well, literally, like, there's not a guy in the league who couldn't call him up and be like, like, yeah. I need, I need help, sort of thing. Yeah, dude, even Naomi Osaka, right? Apparently, yeah. Kobe would, uh, I feel like I should... Yeah, the Instagram post. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I should take this out from, uh, this page out of Kobe's book as well, because, Phil, you know how bad I am with replying to messages, right? It's pretty bad. Or even sending them. Don't run a fantasy team with him. <laughs> hey, hey, I've improved now, right? Yeah, we're, we're but, good. We, we got, we're good. But, yeah, like, Kobe, he's... He'd just message random people, or, or, or the people that meant something to him. But he'd message them at random times just to check up on them, just to like see how Sharif they were doing. Like Sharif O'Neill was a yeah, exactly. good example. Yeah. He just hit them up, see how they were doing in, in, in case they needed a hand or a mentor or anything. And I feel uh, like that's he, also something that we can take from Kobe. Yeah, I, I feel like he's the, like, the, the, there might have been a few other guys like from different sport codes. But from the NBA, there's been no one else who I think has, has been like this. Maybe. Like, I mean, just so accessible and ready to help yeah, anyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, it seems that was, whether it was basketball or just life. Yeah, like, goddamn, he broke Jason Tatum ga Tatum's game in an offseason, but I don't think that was his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Too much confidence, bro. <laughs> no, I think it was uh, the, the Mamba mentality without the Mamba game just yet. I think that's a good point. That's probably what it was. But yeah, no, that that's just what, as a fan of the game and a fan of the Celtics, what Kobe meant to me. Like, I loved hating this guy. It wasn't like... Who's a guy... Okay, so I hate Draymond Green because I feel like he's a dangerous player, right? But this is a discussion for another day. I loved hating Kobe because of how good he was and just how fun it was. And he proved you wrong almost every single time. When he was good to go, you shat on this guy... But yeah, at the end of the day, he's still that. dropping 50 on Yeah, I, I get that. It's like me and LeBron now. It's like, <laughs> he drops 30 point triple double. I'm like, yeah, but like, he's still lost. So <laughs> it's kind of a win. <laughs> but it, it's just, yeah, the, the impact that Kobe's had on all of us has been incredible. And I feel like if you're a fan of basketball, as a fan of the game, you owe something, something to Kobe because he's probably your current favorite player's favorite player. No, hundred percent. And they've so, yeah, that's yeah. Really and important. they've definitely taken something out of his game, which you appreciate. And I feel like just from that, you owe something to Kobe Bryant. Yeah, um, just yeah, continuing on from what Kaz said, um, like just you just have to like look around at the league today, and and like 
I, I remember like a few years ago, like when this whole like Michael versus Kobe one on one thing <laughs> was a thing, and um, and when when MJ publicly said, um, nah, like I, I beat everyone one on one except Kobe because you know he, he, he stole my game, <laughs> he stole my moves, yeah. But like, I think you just have to like look around the league, and and you can see like a little bit of that in in several guys now. Like, I think the big one for me is um like Demar Derozan. Devin, oh, yeah, Devin, Devin Booker, like Demar those, plays a lot like the bean on offense. <laughs> those long twos, um, but like yeah, not, long I, twos. Would you be calling I, one uh, Jay Crowder? <laughs> <laughs> but like th- this is my whole thing where I I feel like where they have like that idol to look up to. Like I, I imagine like twenty years ago, all these young kids coming up playing basketball. Like MJ's everything. Everyone's wearing number twenty three. And I'm seeing a lot of posts of like, let's retire 24 and 8 league wide. And I was sort of like, at first, I, I don't was, think. Well, at, at first, I was kind of like, yeah, like that's a really good idea. But now well, I'm Dallas, sort of like, well, Dallas did. But now I'm sort of like, no, like let's let these guys wear the number. Like they, they want to wear it. Like they, they want to do this guy proud. Like they, they want to, you know, be this guy. Like let's let them do it. I feel like that'd be really cool. Yeah, and no, I think Kobe himself, I don't personally know Kobe, so I'm obviously just postulating, mm-hmm. but I think Kobe would have liked to see other 24s go out and ball out with the same number. I, yeah. don't, think, I don't think he'd have been there for the retire 8 and 24 league-wide. I, think I mean, yeah. I think I, he'd want to see his legacy well, carry Yeah, on. obviously for the Lakers to do it, like I have no, no problems there at I, all. Yeah, but, but like, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, but like, man, like what? what? Like what? What else are you gonna wear? Like, there's only so many numbers of like big, big guys. You know, big not, not even that. And I feel like you're just. I feel like you're sort of taking away an opportunity for a player to show his appreciation for Kobe. Yeah, and that's that was my whole thing. Like, I, I want them to wear it. Like, like that, that was that can... was Paul George's Paul George's In entire Indiana. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, I mean, what, what are they gonna do next? Kobe wore 24 because he wanted one more than Michael Jordan, right? Is mm. the next player gonna wear 25? <laughs> no, just let them straight up idolize the guy. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think it would be um really good. Yeah. Um, and also, it, yeah. but you, I think you can also understand the other side. It's just like for uh, especially for like somewhere like Dallas or somewhere or maybe, I guess maybe even sort of um, thing of Boston. It's like he's that important as an opponent. Yeah, mm. I, that's where I I didn't mind it because Dallas and, and the Lakers like, were it's been Dirk and thing. Kirby the entire yeah, time. Yeah, no, I agree and. I mean, Timmy D and Kobe as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spurs could see yeah, that. That's that's right. Um, but yeah, I think from what Kaz said just before, in in terms of like you owe this guy something because you, like in a way it's made you like watch basketball. He's, he's a, as a fan of the game. He's undoubtedly affected you in some way, yeah, directly or indirectly. Like, like my my this is this is really weird and. We were talking about it before, um, but like when I first started watching basketball, it was like, damn, what would it been been like two thousand and like seven, two thousand and eight? Yeah, like like yeah. so, obviously, like the Celtics and Lakers uh, yeah, yeah. are the pinnacle, and like you, you've got not two thousand. We were ass in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. We were good. All right, yeah. yeah. Well, they they've assembled the. He knows the history perfectly. They've right. assembled the two thousand and eight version of the Avengers, and you've got the Lakers. And, like, it was really weird. Like, I, I was looking back on it um, bef- before we were going to do this um, podcast, like, making my notes. And I was like, I, I really liked the Celtics in 2008, but I loved Kobe. Like, 
I just don't know, like, how that was a thing. Like, when you're, like, the complete opposite, like... Oh, I love the Celtics, but... but... That's what I mean. Like, I probably liked the Celtics as much then as you did. and But I loved Kobe, like... And I think that... I don't know. Like, it was just really weird. But, like, genuinely, like, I I wouldn't... I mean, I'd probably watch basketball now, but I, I don't know if I would... Um, be as big of a fan, um, like as you know, crazy about it as as we all are. If if it wasn't for this guy, like I've I've watched just about every YouTube video of this guy, um, like every single game that he played that I could see, I, I watched. Um, I, I remember like what like four years ago now, like that that final game, like I I just like that was hard, man. Like that was that was something oh, man. else. That Kobe's last game is another one where I feel like if you've watched it, you remember exactly where you were and what you were doing at the time. Yeah, that was correct. Kobe is the only person, the only person I could think of that could overshadow the Warriors '73 and '9 season. Yeah, they did that on the same day. No one gave a flying. No no one even remembers. (laughs) Steph hit his 403 pointer that day too. Yeah, yeah, like it's absurd. Completely slipped my mind. Yeah, like he's. He's the only person that I think could have done something like that. Yeah, yeah. I just, it's like Kobe's probably yeah. the only person that I could imagine that would have survived a helicopter crash. I just want to mm. um, reel off it. I, I didn't think it was real. Yeah, I, I, I was first like woke up in the morning and you, you we, we've seen so many of those. I think in the past few years where it's like, oh, you know, this celebrity died. Yeah. The the celebrity hoax deaths that have gone around. It's. Initially, I was thinking that's exactly what it is. Mm. Then it transitioned into hoping that's what it was, and then the realization it, that uh, yeah, um, bit of a quick switch of um, yeah, of things. Yeah. But um, I Kaz and I the other night we were um we we seem to do this not not regularly, but every few months just like you know looking at like random players um like stats and and random games and um. MJ come up and like we just like it's just absurd like some of the things you see like that 55-8-7 game in the finals like like, you hear about his 60 point game in the playoffs but nobody's talking about this 55-8-7 in the finals like it's absurd and like I just think that like when once people have retired we're we're so quick to forget like what what they were and like what they achieved and I think it happened really fast for Kobe because he did do his Achilles mm. um, in 2013. And just just quickly, like, I I really... Oh, man, think, he was on a tear when he Yeah, I, I really feel like that the Lakers maybe nearly would have had a chance to get another one. Like, I've, I've got it here. His, his last seven games before going down, um, 19, 14, and 9... 23, 11, 11, 24, 9, and 5, 25, 10, and 7, 36, and 6. This next one is the game before the um, Golden State game where he, where he tore his Achilles. He actually is the only player um, in NBA history to put up this stat line, which is, which is pretty crazy. Um, this guy's 30, 34 years old. At this stage, he's put up 47 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, and 4 blocks. Um, and, like, I think that that just shows, like, like, he was, like, he was so good, like, both ends. 
Like, you'd lock in. And I think this just shows, like, I think literally everybody agreed. Like, even Kaz, like, he, he hated Kobe still, even, like, 2013 is what, like, a couple years after they beat the Celtics in the finals. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like he was still peaking then, almost. Like, he obviously wasn't as, as physical as he was, like, literally dunking over whoever he wanted. And, he can make a shot over anyone. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like he's, in terms of, like, genuine skill level, was at an all-time high. Like, like everybody jokes, like, oh, he never passed the ball. But, like, like this guy was ridiculous at passing the, the basketball. Like, his defense, even, like, at age 34, like, he's, he's locking in. Like, in those seven games I mentioned, he had 15 steals and seven blocks. In that time as well, um, which is which is pretty ridiculous. Um, oh, yeah, and just that quick aside, I'm pretty sure that 47 point game was against Dame in yeah. his rookie season. I'm pretty sure it was. You've uh, come to the game right before his Achilles, and I just wanted to uh, pop some quick trivia. You might have heard this stat going, this number going around. How many injuries do you think Kirby? Inter like in total played through all of his career, all of them. Yeah, number, yeah, number. The, the answer the is all of them. The number is is twenties, like at least hundreds, hundred and forty one. Yeah, there you go. Like I, I looked it up n- nine times in twenty seasons, he played more than seventy five games. That and and I'd say nearly every one of those seasons he played over seventy five, he would have had an injury. Like he's crazy, but like just going on that twenty thirteen was like it's. It's probably the worst injury, like, in terms of, like, a career, like, in terms of impact. Oh, it's, it's hard to say, but, like... But, like, I, I feel like it, it was because... To an all-time great, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Because like, Larry's like, back is, yeah, like... Yeah, like, there's, 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 there's heat, been so. guys who've sort of, you know, gone out on a, on a limb early or, or late or, or something, but, like, he was, like, this... Like, okay, so everybody knows, like, the Lakers got um, Dan Tony, 2013, Nash, and Howdy. Right, mm-hmm. you know, like they they started the season seventeen and twenty five, right? Nash was the primary offensive facilitator, right? The next three games after that, D'Antoni changed it. He said, "No, Kobe's running the offense. Like, like he's not being the primary scoring option only. He's he's running the offense as well." The next three games, he had thirty nine assists. They won every single game, and then he had back to back forty point ten assist games. Like, and like, but the problem was like they they were getting so injured that he was nearly yeah, playing forty eight minutes. They and then, could never get the team healthy. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like he he puts up that crazy forty seven point game against against Portland, and then the Achilles is is you know two days later. Whereas guarding Dame dropping forty seven as and well. Like I think that's like that's why it's so hard to be like so good at this game on both ends because like. There's like, very few players that yeah, can do it like, later like in their there's, career. There's the player. one player that does it right now is McClaw. Quite Leonard. Yeah. And, and look you how see, you see what he has to do to just stay on the court. Yeah, and I think that's like a really underrated thing about Kobe. And like, Paul George is another one. <laughs> yeah, and look at him. He, he's injured all the time. Um, but like, it's just, it's just crazy. Like that, that whole Achilles thing. I feel like was was really big. I, I remember seeing it live. Actually, mm. like it was, I didn't think it. I didn't think it was a big deal because he got up and made his free throw. But that was the thing. Like he never made an injury a big deal. Like I, I remember reading in like, oh, it was it was fairly earlier in his career. I think it, it might have been like two thousand and six. He played like a whole season with a broken finger. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he should have had surgery on it, but he's like, no. Nah, like if I have surgery on it, we'll miss the playoffs, <laughs> and like 
nah, like I'll just play. Like, and, and he averages 35 a game? Like, it's absurd. Like, I just, I don't know, man. This is just really hard for me. Like, this this guy is the reason why I, I started watching basketball, like, and why, why I love it as much as I do. Like, I, I truly think it's, it's the best sport in the world to watch, especially the NBA. Like, it's, just ridiculous uh, I, I still can't believe it yeah like, like the the level of athleticism we see on a nightly basis and the fact that kobe was able to compete at that level at his age with the miles that he had on his legs is another thing which i feel doesn't get enough credit yeah and because he was having a career well not a career but he was having a very good year even by his standards well, before he tore his achilles well, yeah like considering like those final four games like after they they switched the offense let him run things they were doing pretty well too. Well, okay, I've, I've got it here. They they were seventeen and twenty five, right? They finished the year forty five and thirty seven. <laughs> so like they they essentially go twenty eight and twelve. That's after he, That's... he takes. I remember like I literally remember like like being at school and like checking the scores and I was like shit. Like Kobe has another triple double. It's like <laughs> yeah. this guy used to just score forty and like that. Like he get a few assists and rebounds, but like he was. I feel like he was completely different. And like yeah, like he really was unbelievable. Like I've got a, I've got a few like things that like we can, I can just chuck in like his. It was like the bean added again, like every the, single day. These records, like just, I'm just gonna th- throw them at you. It's just, like the feeling you young bucks get when you see Harden stat lines. Like these are just ridiculous, right? 18-time All Star, most starts ever. 15-time All NBA, most ever. 12-time All Defense. This is an my big thing, the most underrated thing about him and Tim Duncan's careers, most ever, 12-time All-Defensive, 9-time First Team, most ever, 4-time All-Star Game MVP, most ever. <laughs> Kobe and had almost as many All-Defense nods as Larry Bird had career seasons. Like, wh- yeah. That is insane. We have to remember. <laughs> when it comes to, like, career, the number of career achievements, I reckon Kobe's going to be something at least <laughs> close to Wilts when it comes to those point. Like, like he, he's, he's in that in terms of overall oh, career he, accolades. Yeah, he's he's, top he's tier, up the there top with the five, top top, top guys. Yeah. Like what? Like you say, he's yeah. the most ever for all of these things. I I honestly think with how so many players have to be rested or like where like injuries come in so quickly and they rest all of that and they take all where, of that yeah, out. Yeah. Whereas he he, he played play it and yeah. they like he'll and those kinds of numbers where. You say most ever will just be unreachable. So in this, in the same way as Wilt, and you never used the injuries as an excuse. Never, ever. no, yeah, and, and you never like, even heard about it till like two or three seasons afterwards. Just on that, it's I was like, oh yeah, I dropped thirty five a season with a broken hand. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no worries, mate. We didn't win a ring though, so it's you know, <laughs> oh, that's his that's his mindset. Um, just on this like all side game thing, we were talking about it um the other day, four time all side game MVP. Three of these were probably like when it was still like pretty pretty competitive. I think twenty eleven was his last one. But Back like, when people gave a shit about the game like, too. The All Star Game MVP doesn't have a name. My my mate the other day said like yeah that that could be a thing. It needs to be. Yeah, like and I think that that might make it at least for the next few years. It might might make it mean something, something worth yeah. fighting for. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like that could be cool. Like Kobe Bryant. Yeah, All Star oh, Game MVP. Like he's been pretty, pretty prominent in All Star Weekend. Like 
We've got it here. The other, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, these are just ridiculous. Like, we have to remember, like, this, this guy was 200 pounds at six foot six. Like, the youngest, like, guard ever. Yeah, beanstalk be legs. To be dropped. I, I saw he keep making these beanstalks. Do you know what his high school stats were? Something stupid, right? Lowell Marion last year. It's like 40 points yeah. a game, yeah. 13 <laughs> rebounds, 6 assists. It gets better. 4 steals and 4 bluffs. <laughs> like, at 18 years old. At 18. Didn't he have like one game where he did all of that? Oh, it's <laughs> ridiculous. But like, yeah, anyway. So like he, he comes into the league, you know, he's, he's skinny. The, the, the big thing was like, yeah, he's he's crazy good. He's, his athleticism's, you know, phenomenal. No one's seen it. But he's just too skinny. And from this... Like remembering, like you know, there's there's been you know big big body centers taken, you know, when they're when they're fairly young. But like th- this is 1996, 200 pound kid from Pennsylvania, the youngest player ever to start a game, to start an all star game. To be this one is just crazy. I I saw this and I was like, what? He's the youngest player ever to be named to a rookie team. Like, that's just really what? weird. That's, that, that's crazy. I feel like that's a really cool thing. Like, it's just really weird. Th- this next one here is just my, like, I mean, I love, like, not, nothing will take away the, the 81 piece against the Raptors. But this next one's probably my favorite um, Kobe stat that I've ever stumbled upon. He's the youngest player ever to be named on an all-defensive team. That's pretty crazy. Mm. And and then obviously youngest player ever to win a slam dunk contest. Um, and then another thing that literally I don't even think anybody knows he was runner up for six man of the year in his second season. <laughs> um, that's pretty crazy. I mean, Jimmy hates vibes. Like like I think he's like given like how like physically small he was. Like he oh, to, like this was a this was a low block era. Like he yeah. comes in, it's you know you're you're getting bullied if you're you know you you got whoever in the post. Yeah, if you get switched onto yeah, it's just one so, of the monsters. Yeah, like it's if if they weigh thirty pounds more than you, it's I'm sorry. Forget thirty. <laughs> yes, yeah, well a hundred <laughs> in Shaq's case, but um, I just want to like show you how quick it was. Like so, he's he's taken in ninety six. He makes the all rookie team. He wins the slam dunk contest. Um, he starts the, starts in the All Star game, and then very quickly, like like people forget like how like dysfunctional almost that Lakers team was initially. Until yeah, Jerry got, West was holding that team together. Yeah, and and Kobe was gonna leave in like you know around two thousand six. Unless yeah, they he kept Jerry West, like, he was looking at homes back. around Detroit. Yeah, yeah it was. He thought it was done anywhere. Yeah. yeah. I, I just like so yeah like th- after you know in two thousand they win their first ring. Um, underrated aspect of this is Jalen Rose. He's admitted to intentionally. Jalen him. Yeah, he intentionally injured him in game two, and then Kobe missed game three. And then came back, and, and then in Kobe fashion, he scores twenty two in the second half of game four <laughs> overtime when Shaq fouls out. Like, he's crazy. And then, like, this is, this is, I mean, arguably, I mean, his, his numbers for, you know, like, 09 playoffs in general were, were absurd. But, like, considering how young he was in 2001, like, he's got put up 29 points a game. It's definitely a precocious talent. And I think this is, this is the, the biggest thing ever. 
is Shaq had just won MVP in 2000, mm -hmm. right? He'd won, he'd won back-to-back -back finals MVP, and he'd come out and said that Kobe's the best player in the world. Like, that, to me, that's just, like, like I just don't understand. Like, you, to you, me, you, like, to be, like, respected and praised, like, like, I feel like Kobe's been, like, the main one in, in terms of what I'm about to say here. Like, to be respected and praised, like, so highly by, by his everyone. peers. By everyone. his peers. Like, you, you can ask anyone from, like, you know, that, that played basketball from, like, 2000 to, like, 2015. Now. Yeah, now. now. Yeah. It's like, who's the best player ever? It's Kobe. Like, it's crazy. Like, they, they like, I think that the respect and, like, how highly everybody yeah, that was what he chased almost as much as as mj he was so that highly was, respected but yeah any nba player you ask who's the hardest player to go uh, that actually guard had to guarded best player guarded sort of kobe yeah. mj lebron they all say kobe and i think that that in terms of being like a an elite sportsman unfortunately none of us will ever get there <laughs> but i think that that like apart from like obviously i think winning a championship aside like i think that having that sort of like you know that respect respect and and like opinion from your peers i think that that's just like the absolute ultimate when you talk about having that kind of validation yeah. yeah like i i just think that like there's like what like what more could you want than like it, it's one thing for us to sit here like we've we've never obviously played nba and like half the years on espn never have either but like like it's we can debate all day. Oh no, this this guy's better. This guy's better. But I, I think to be rated like so highly and so much by the, like the guys you you battled against night in night out. I think yeah, I, there's just nothing you can take Says away. It all, really. Yeah, I think that that that's probably yeah that that just defines it all. I think just and like the outpouring that you've seen on social media in the NBA. Like it, it's, it and it's just completely apart from the NBA. You saw what Kendall Jenner even <laughs> Kendall Kendall Jenner, Naomi, Naomi Osaka, Alicia Virat, Keys, Virat Kohli. Uh, there's I don't it's, think there's it's, been it's a sport in the world that hasn't been affected somehow affected by, by Kobe. Yeah, um, like, but like it, it just shows you just how much and how highly people regarded this guy. Uh, yeah, like, I just think like we'll forever be in his debt. And I, it, I think the NBA in particular will be... And it, and it just showed you just how much he meant to everyone. Like, we've never met this guy. Like, that's crazy. But yeah, I just feel like um, the respect that his peers had sort of... Well, I don't think it, you should really be chasing external validation, but I feel like it's nice to have. And the fact that I think Kobe was trying to perfect his game. Well, yeah, I don't think he really seeked... Well, I don't think he was really looking for that kind of external it's, validation. It, yeah, but, but the it, fact that he has this level of it, it it's just the shows ultimate you that, compliment. Like it, you, it, it just yeah. shows you how much, and he I meant mean, as a neutral to me as well. It's like you you, you hear stories with, uh, and this is a completely unnecessary comparison, but I want to make it anyway. You hear stories about MJ, and it's like. You know, if someone trash talk, uh, talks trash to me, but he would be like, "You don't deserve to wear my shoes." If Kirby, yeah, but he was the exception almost. Like, if you know, Kirby said, uh, if if someone said something, no, it's like if someone said something to Kirby, I felt like there was more like, "I'm just going to score on you." That's it, and it's like the game was separate from the you know 
outside world as well. Like, like we were saying earlier, it's like if someone talks trash to him, you know, it's the game. I'm going to do this to you. And, and then after the game, if you seek help from me, I'm, I'm happy to provide it. And, and then, yeah, yeah the, just a funny story about that. So apparently one game after they got blown out by Portland, I think it was Lou Williams or Trevor Reza, one of those Lakers from like those, those teams. At Portland or at I LA? I can't remember. It was, okay. Yeah, but they were playing Portland. They got blown out. Apparently Kobe just went to everyone and took their Kobe's and said, nah, you're not worthy of wearing these shoes. You're all soft. I take everything I just said back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was that was his teammates though. That was his teammates. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That I was his teammates. Yeah. No, okay. no, not not, not the Portland what? players. Like it's hard, but like I'd like to see more of that these days. Like just more like he held everyone to a higher yeah, standard. Yeah, not yeah, not like yeah expectations. Like let's let's be really good and and hold each other accountable. Sort of thing. I think I think it'd be good mm. good for the game. There's just an infinite number of... Uh, and also, we, we've talked about the adulation that Kobe's received, but I feel like the hate from people like me is, again, another form of external validation respect, that yeah, Kobe yeah. deserves. Like, I don't really have any sort of strong feelings for, say... Sasha Vujicic. Sasha Vujicic. Or who else we got on those teams? Trevor Ariza. I didn't care is, about Trevor Ariza back then. This is ridiculous. Oh no, Lamar Odom was cold. Was but like, I like Lamar because he didn't torch <laughs> us like that. That that thing, that story you just said, it was Lou Williams. I just saw yeah, it was I Lou Will. There you go. Yeah, it was Lou that's, Will. That's crazy, man. But yeah, like um, yeah, the hate that he got from people like me is another form of like it's a huge compliment to someone like Kobe because we wouldn't hate Pe- this guy. Yeah, people don't hate. In terms of NBA standard, bad players. Nah. Oh, yeah, no. There's no well, reason like, to... Like, yeah, exactly. Unless they're on your team. Like, exactly right. I'm talking like in, in volume. Like <laughs> a lot of people don't... Hey, shout out Chams and Jay Crowder. Shout continue. out, yeah. Yeah, like that's right. Things, little things like that. But like, uh, yeah. And that, and like that. that's another thing. Like you you like to, to have so many people like root against you as well for things like that. Like it's, it's just the, another big thing of respect. Like you're literally that good that people hate you because you're that good. Like, they, they know when you get the ball, it's probably not good for your team. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not going to end well. <laughs> yeah. Like, wherever he touches... Let's see, he, he, would ta- he would shoot from anywhere. If he thought he had a clean look at the room, he was going up for it. I mean, that's the thing. I think and that's that, what made him so dangerous I as well. I think Ajinkia was talking about it a while back. It's like, if I can, you know, get an open shot from... I, if I can get an open shot, that's a good shot. Yeah. That's all there is. Underrated I, because yeah. I've practiced that so summer. many times. So the important part there is just that footwork. Like I just need to get you out of my way, and then it's my shot because I've he's practiced that an um, infinite yeah. number of times. Yeah. I mean, again, there's it just goes back to how hard he was. There's probably there's not so many stories of how hard he worked, but I think one of my favorites was, uh, and again, I can never remember who's telling the story. But there was one guy who, you know, decided, okay, I'm going to just stay in the gym with Kobe, but on the other side of the court, just to see how long he stays. And he just kept on going and going and going. And at the end of it, it's like, uh, the other, uh, the, this other guy comes up and asks Kobe, like, when were you planning on leaving? He's like, oh, I just wanted to stay longer than you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no end time. It's, uh, it's just crazy, like. Just that, like, I think the the biggest memory for 
a lot of people will be that that work ethic like i just it's just crazy that like the stories you hear and from so many people like it's, and i feel like if there's one thing you can take from kobe on the court it's his work ethic yeah i, I really think that a lot of guys today could could take notes from that like we, we keep hearing like you know they they don't practice they they have the off season such and such but i i think yeah yeah that just that desire to get if there's something in there in you that you can some sort of untapped potential kobe is getting it out of himself like he is not i feel like kobe would be one of those people that sometimes you hear people like okay for example nick Kyrgios, right he'd say oh yeah, I only train 20 minutes a day, right? I feel like Kobe would find that more of an insult to himself than losing. Do you know I, what I mean? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, like, it's, it's, not, it's not a good thing that you didn't try hard. And I think that's something that, yeah, Kobe really helped me get out of. I did want to mention one other thing is uh, you guys uh, surely saw the um, the article by The Athletic um, remembering Gianna Bryant. Did you guys see that? I haven't read it yet. It's I, so I, painful to yeah, see. To, to 2006 to 2020. Yeah, the, yeah, the date. I, I'll be honest. Like, we had, I couldn't read it. Yeah, Kaz and I, like uh, we were talking about it before we kicked off. We've... I've had, like, mates message me who I haven't spoken to in, like, four years. Just message me, like, you know, like, crying faces, like, fuck. Like, today's so, so bad. Like, and just saying, like, I, I can't be on social media. Mm, like, I, I, yeah. It's, it's painful. Like, it's just, like, it's... But I really... I felt for like... Gianna, it's... Yeah, it's, it's really bad. I was on an And endless... condolences to Vanessa Bryant as well. I can't imagine how she's feeling right now. I was on this endless loop where I think I spent, you know, three quarters of the day on social media waiting for that moment where it it's would come out. Yeah, it's a hoax. It didn't happen. And then there was like, a, like all these reputable news sources that eventually, a, you know, video of them investigating a helicopter came out and it yeah. finally hit and it's probably gone. It's actually true. It, yeah. it, and you, you, you and I don't want to say it, but I was like trying to, after that, I was trying to get away from it. Mm. You, I would tune into an Australian radio channel and, you know, this the, is Australia. We don't, we don't talk about even Ben Simmons when he gets amazing. The, the Unless he makes the finals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And true. even they were talking about it on every piece. It wasn't just sports. It was every, you know, piece of news broadcast was. NBA legend Kobe Bryant has passed away and you couldn't get away from it. None. Like, I'm a huge football fan, like European soccer. So I'd try to tune into those games instead of help, help take my... Yeah, yeah, again, it just shows you just how far his impact spread. Yeah. At the Australian Open, Nick Kyrgios wore the Lakers. He wore the Kobe Kobe's jersey. jersey. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just want to say the helicopter is another thing which I feel like so the reason Kobe started taking the helicopter, people speculate that it was, well, LA traffic is supposed to be terrible. I would not have never been, but it's supposed to be horrific. And 
Kobe didn't want to spend hours upon hours in traffic. Yeah, like he was a perfectionist. He's not wasting time no, so, in the car, man. So th- that's what they thought, right? They, the, the scuttlebutt was that Kobe was taking the helicopter so that he could spend more time working on his game. But in fact, and I feel like this shows just how much he really did care about his family. He, it was to get home. He was yeah. to get home quicker so that he could spend more time with his kids. Yeah, like I've read the exact same thing. It goes from being a, uh, they, they'd said, a, you know, if there's no traffic, 45 minutes, but realistically, you know, like an hour and a half to 10 minutes. Like it's, and but it's, that's, that yeah. helicopter thing's a story he, for he a would different have time. Had to spend so much time away from his family. And again, that, that entire second half of his life where it was just basketball as a part of it, he completely got denied that. It was business. Yeah, won an Oscar. Exactly. I was going to say that. He he tried making a short movie and got an Oscar immediately. <laughs> this man cannot help but dominate. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to fail. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just tragic. Like, he, everybody will see them for, you know, in the next few days. Like, they'll, they'll be everywhere. But for, for years to come, like, just... Like the videos of like him and, and Gianna, especially like at his games or or at her games, just like running up to him or, or you know him sitting in the in the stands with her, you know like explaining or just talking to her about something, and it's I think it's just brutal that it's it's and gone then, now. Now even during his career, right, like Vanessa coming up to Kobe after a win or a loss was like a post game ritual, especially when they were at Staples. She was at every game. Yeah, yep. I just yeah I. Lost for words on this whole thing. Yeah, we, we really don't... We took yeah. our time hoping that we could, you know, sort of process this, but it, it hits again, and I think that's at a good point to... The realisation will always be there, unfortunately. It's at a good point to so. leave things off yep. with that. We're sorry if we kind of seemed unstructured and, and rambling, rambling, but exactly. yeah. I don't I think mean, there's any... There's no, we don't know what we're doing today, honestly. We yeah. don't even know what to call this. We just wanted to reminisce about the greatness of one Kobe Bean Bryant. <laughs>